0: The Recovery Radio Podcast on KMP3. I am a member of Alcoholics Anonymous and I will be your host. You can email me at sarcasticbigbook@gmail. at gmail. You can follow me on Instagram You can visit my website, recoveryradioknp3.com. To get the books, go to sarcasticbitbook.com. And as always, I am so glad you're here with me. I don't know if your day's just getting started or it's just winding down or it's somewhere. Smack dab right in the middle. But here we are, you and me. I am so glad for that. I do have a piping hot cup of French roast coffee here from Trader Joe's mixed with some Don Francisco's hazelnut. If you've never tried it before, I I implore you to give it a shot. Coming from somebody who does not like flavored coffee, usually tastes like crap, I think. Anyways, I am so grateful. I have no desire to drink today. So grateful. I want to read. Well, first of all, I'll tell you, it's it's casual Friday. I don't know what the hell I'm going to do. I'm wearing jeans. I'm all cash, which is street for casual. In case you didn't know, I'm very street. And uh, I want to read a couple things. I want to start by reading an email that I got. I love when you email me or send me a message. So feel free to do that. Today's comes from Andrew. Hello. I just wanted to write and tell you how much your podcast has helped me go back to AA. I previously had spent time in AA as part of a rehab center I was in at the time. And once I was free out of the facility, I stayed sober for six months and then, of course, started drinking again. For the next four years, I battled between I don't have a problem, I'm fine, I can control my drinking, I can stop if I want to. Well, finally, last November, I was given an ultimatum. I stopped drinking but never worked a program of any type of recovery or therapy. Then one day I ran across your Instagram page and I found your podcast. And I can't get enough of it. It's made me want to go to meetings and find a way to work with a program and find a solution. And that solution is working the steps. I went to my first AA meeting in the last four years last night. And I was nervous, as you can imagine, and my heart was racing. And the whole 30-minute drive to the meeting, I listened to your podcast. And I walked into that meeting to open arms and people that wanted to do nothing more than help me. Thank you for unknowingly helping me. Andrew. And I asked him if I could read this on the show. And he said, he wrote back and said, of course you can. Please let me know what episode, as I'm only on episode 19. I'm amazed how quickly you went back to the podcast after your stroke. I'm very happy to hear you're doing well within a few weeks. For the record, when I hear you say I'm going to go live a life that was worth saving, it gets me every time. Like I will work to be there. and It's very hopeful and uplifting. So anyways, thank you, Andrew. I remember it was 1999. And I was sober for eight years at the time. And I had spent most of those 8 years in the same recovery community i hadn't i mean i i traveled i had uh, traveled quite a bit for a brief periods of time but the bulk of my aa experience was in one community and um i was in berkeley california And I was going to go to a meeting and, you know, sometimes in your life, something happens and your memory, you just take a snapshot of it. It just gets like seared onto your heart. For some reason, you just remember it, take a picture of it and you don't ever forget it. And there's so many things that I try to remember in my life that escaped me or have escaped me you know most things just we don't remember eventually but and then there's these times you know seemingly completely unplanned where you just take a mental picture of something so i'm walking into this meeting and i just there's a big sign that says we care and the feeling it was very homey i don't know where it was like You know, it was carpeted. There were plants. It was just very. I don't know. If you've ever seen like Family Ties. The TV show. That's the feel I got from it. That that in terms of the decor. But anyways, it was just it it was very cozy. It was very I felt like I was walking in. To my home. And I hadn't met anybody, and I'd never been there. And every time I hear about somebody going to a meeting and feeling embraced, that's the snapshot that I refer to, Um, even though I've had many experiences like that. I've talked about the ones that happened when I was brand new, but um, that's the one I rarely remember. Alcoholics Anonymous is small enough to fit in your heart and large enough to provide you with a living room wherever you are. I always think it's there's a comical side to being frustrated with AA, I think. I think I made a meme about it pretty recently. Just a little perspective for myself. Ready for this? So the meme is this guy sitting in a meeting and he's sharing at the meeting. And he says to them, I know, I'm, I, I know I I know came crawling to you for help, and this place is free, and I can leave whenever I want, and you're all volunteers, but I'm sick of this bullshit. I know I came crawling to you for help. I know that it's free. I know I can leave whenever I want. I know you're all volunteering your time, but this is bullshit. <laughs> Funny when you say it that way. <laughs> so, anyways, I hope you continue to send me some updates, Andrew. Um, I am interested in how that goes. Excited for your journey. The steps do work, in my experience, in my belief. They do not fail. I was talking to somebody yesterday. I was new. And I said, why haven't you done the steps? And he said, I have done them. And I said, how do you finish something that starts with the word continued? Or starts with the word sought? Or uses the word practiced? What do you mean? Well, he went on to clarify. I didn't. Get to step 10. Did you make amends? No. I did an inventory, but I'm pretty sure I left things off of it. And I said, are you pretty sure or are you sure? He said, I'm sure. And I said, so in my mind, you never really did step three. You never really went past step three. He was like, what do you mean? I said, well, if I make this decision to turn my will and life over to God as I understand God... I'm not gonna knowingly leave anything off my inventory. Am I? I don't think so. And he was like, Yeah. And I bring that up because it's just one of many conversations I of that type that I have that start with, I already did the steps and end with, I've never really actually gone step two. I've never gone past step two. So, I mean, my experience really is that the steps do work. It's just most people I've met over the years don't or won't do them. It is like that thing I was talking about recently on here where if you saw somebody coming out of like a grocery store, you know, like a brownie mix. Oh, how you doing? Got all the ingredients for the brownie mix. Yeah, I got it all together. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and do this again. You've done this before? Well, kind of. I, I mean, I, I have. I mean, I have made these before. I put, I put like one of the ingredients in the bowl and then I like walked away from it. Or I put different ingredients. I altered the ingredients and then I didn't finish it. it's just. If you want to end up in a recovered state, just follow the directions. They work in my experience. Also I have to say, if you don't want to do that, that's fine. The big book itself says, Hey, if you think you can find a different way, Do it. Sincerely, do it. The big book is so gentle. It's so loving. It's so kind. You follow your own conscience. You do what feels right to you. AA itself says, we don't have a monopoly on God. We're not claiming this is the right way or the only way. Simply something that has worked for us. And that's it. If you want to do it, rad. If you don't, rad. So. I just don't want to be that guy who's like, A.A., you got to do A.A. Because when I'm doing that, I'm actually very much misrepresenting what A.A. says itself. In its literature, <clears throat> I definitely don't want to do that. I'm sure I have, or will, or do, but I don't want to. All right, moving on because it is Casual Friday. It is Cash Fry, as I, I like to call it. Today is uh, September sixteenth, so let's open up more sarcastic daily meditations. <laughs> Are you ready? Here is more sarcastic daily meditations, more of what is precisely untrue, 365 days a year. September 16th, you seem really smart when you focus on the defects of others. When I go around talking about other people's defects. I probably seem really smart. Tomorrow's is. It should be called the jacuzzi of self. Because being in self is really comfortable. <laughs> what do they call The bondage of self. It should be the jacuzzi of self. It's very, very, very comfortable. <laughs> the next days. If you don't feel well physically, turn off your love lamp because other people should emotionally pay for it when we ourselves feel uncomfortable. The next day, trick as many people as you can today. It's probably what life is all about. I don't know if they're very funny today. All right. I had a modeling shoot yesterday. It was very, very degrading. What they had me wear and do. You know that Rocky Balboa pose? You know, with the arms out and just... Showing my biceps. They wanted me to do that while I was standing on a... a Plymouth. (sighs) You know what? I asked you guys. I asked all of you. Are the male modeling jokes still funny? And... the answer, yes. Won by a landslide, so... If you're one of the people who is like, don't do that anymore, too bad. Okay. I want to give a shout out to a podcast greater than yourself. I want to say to anybody who needs to hear it that everything's okay. And that's it. I'm out of here. I'm going to go. What an amazing weekend. before I go, I'm going to guzzle this coffee like a psycho. Want oh, to see? Watch. Check this out. Ooh. Okay. I'm leave. Alright, I do not know why my life was saved, but I am going to go try to live a life that was worth saving, and I hope you do the same. Good night.